0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: This is the Apollo Audio Podcast. Welcome to the Apollo Audio Podcast. Yay. Come <gasps> on. Come <Hello>. on. <laughs> we are here again at Apollo Audio in Hartford. Uh, it's me, Martin Lumsden, with my terrific, tremendous, continuous co-host, Mr. Billy Hills. Hello, Mr. Miles and Mitchell. Hello, Martin. And we are joined once again by special guest Sid is and legend.
2: Yes. <laughs> Sid O'Brien back by popular demand.
1: Back by yeah. popular demand, <laughs> yeah. The messages haven't stopped coming in <laughs> since you we were on. They had never started either, but they haven't stopped coming. Uh, welcome, guys. How are we doing? Good. All good. Good Good to be here. Excellent. Excellent. So, as always, we had two albums from the Rolling Stone 500 Best Albums of All Time list to listen to and uh, and then discuss and debate. We had two uh, fairly contemporary albums this time. uh, Unusually, we had uh, from 1995 Radiohead's The Bends and from 2006 Amy Winehouse and Back to Black. Uh, So, in traditional form, we will start with the one that was. Incorrectly, lower down the list. (laughs) Sorry, I've given it away. (laughs) Sorry, I've given it away. We'll start with the one that was lower down the list, which is Radiohead's The Benz, uh, at number 276 on the list, released 13th of March 1995. Rolling Stone magazine said, if the first half of the 90s was shaped by Nirvana, the template for the second half was set by Radiohead. The Benz marries a majestic and sombre guitar sound to Tom York's anguished choir boy vocals. Fake Plastic Trees was something of a radio hit, an introspective acoustic ballad of alienation. And not yet shying away from guitar anthems, Radiohead drew on the epic grandeur of U2. Really? And the melancholy of the Smiths in Nice Dream, Just and the haunting finale, Street Spirit, Fade Out. This is their second studio album. It was produced by John Leckie, who we've had on this podcast before, who produced... Trivia question, guys. John well, it must Leckie. be nineties. Think. John Leckie produced uh, bizarrely, coincidentally. He was, was it Stone Roses. Stone Roses. Oh. Nice one, Sid. One, Sid, uh, you're here for a reason. Make, make us look good, bad now. Good <laughs> trivia. <Man, that's> <laughs> <laughs> very good trivia. Which coincidentally was the last time you were on the podcast. It's, it was meant to be Sid. It was meant to. We be. always get these coincidences. Yeah. Don't uh, uh Nigel don't like Godrich it. had a hand in this, which I thought was interesting. He, he didn't do very much production. I think he only produced one track, but they basically haven't not produced with Nigel Godric since Uh, credited for influencing again I don't know if this is a good thing it may be why it's rated so low credited for influencing a generation of post-brip-pop acts such as Coldplay, Muse and Travis you bastards (laughs) (laughs) and is frequently named as one of the greatest albums of all time Whilst Pablo Honey, their debut album, was mostly written by York, the Benz saw greater songwriting collaboration. Much of Just was written by Greenwood, who, according to York, was trying to get as many chords as he could into a song. Not satisfied with the versions of My Iron Lung recorded in studio, Radiohead used their performance from the London Astoria for the album, with York's vocals replaced and the audience removed. Wow. Amazing. That's cool. High and dry preceded the Ben's sessions. It was recorded in 1993 by a live engineer, Jim Warren. York later said, it was very bad. And a song <laughs> that EMI had pressured him into releasing. Uh, the number one movie on the 13th of March, 1995 was Outbreak. Plague movie. Wow. Well, oh, I've there's seen there. Massager
3: Lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, it was on Netflix.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's not that one, actually. What was, what was the one that was on Netflix? Outbreak's the one with Dustin Hoffman.
3: Yeah, that was on Netflix as well. Uh,
1: but the other one... Contagion. Uh, Contagion. Yeah, that was huge, wasn't it? Uh, oh, Contagion, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The number
1: one... Outbreak's Big the thing. one about the, the monkey. Everybody gets Ebola, I think. Some form of Ebola. Is it? Contagion is onto the pig and a bat, bat or something
3: like that. I don't know.
1: Kate Winslet dies. Is that the I'm one? I've seen it. Oh no, never watched it now. I think, I think, spoiler I think she, alert. I think she dies quite early. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think that's a spoiler. If it is, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the number one album was Medusa by Annie Lennox, and the number one single was Think Twice by Celine Dion. Uh, in March 1995, the Academy Award f- winning film was Forrest Gump.
2: Run, Forrest.
1: With Hom t- Tanks, I just said. <laughs> Hom Tanks. <laughs> Hom Tanks. tanks. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. (laughs) And on March the 27th, Back for Good was released by British boy band Take That, which then reached number one in 31 countries. Is that the one he
0: wrote In the Bath? No, that's A Million Love Songs the Oh,
1: okay. Good. An- another bit of good trivia. Yeah. The thing in both? In <laughs> yeah, Near Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one, uh, the thing I liked most about that, which is a very stupid thing to like the most, but the, on the internet thing where I find these trivia things about what happened in that year, it says Back, to, back for Good was released on this date and the picture next to it was Robbie Williams. I thought he weren't in the band <laughs> was he not he was, he was for that song he was for back for good I don't think yes he was using the music video I think he was I think that's yeah. what
0: pissed him off because all he had was back it was all Gary Barlow and then they yeah. just said I thought he'd left oh, oh, by oh, he's vocals. in that one
3: because that's such a tune that one
0: it is that's their, that's their best song yeah. by Definitely. far okay I thought he'd left never win where okay. did you
3: get all these from is it one dedicated website or is it multiple sources uh, it, it depends on whether I managed to get any useful
1: um, information there's basically a, I think there's on a website day. I think it actually is called On This Day yeah yeah, on this day in history. I thought had that we went to for, like, I had that we went like the local present. library and just did all the hard work. <laughs> yeah, you can, see, you can see me every, every <laughs> Sunday evening.
0: <laughs> books, <laughs> books across the desk. Can you do that in the library? Can you, just, can you what, on this day? Do they, have, do they have a section? That's a good idea. That's where people used to do all the research for, like,
1: anything. You'd get old uh, microfiche of newspapers going back microfiche. in history. Yes. Do, you remember, do, do you know what a microfiche is?
3: Is that when you can't like, look through like the newspaper throughout like, the TV and you can like, zoom in
1: Yeah well it's like
3: because they, 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 would, in, they would,
1: in order to store all the stuff they would like reduce it in size basically so it's, they've taken a picture of it but then reduced it so it's tiny <sighs> and then in order to view it you put it in a viewer that you can see it bigger so it's like so a telescope clever, viewer so that stops all their storage space but you need to flick through all these images on the internet and do it. image well now you can. <laughs> <laughs> I think this pre the internet hasn't always existed Billy has it not? no what year do you and think the thing? first
0: email was sent just on a little from the 90s oh it's like
1: 1967 or something isn't it?
2: yes
0: what? it's around there yeah the first email? I don't know the exact one but it's in the 60s I was uh, I thought so was like 90s yeah,
1: yeah I was yeah. going to say it like that yeah first time I sent an email was the 90s was you the first man ever? <laughs> I was the <laughs> first
2: man ever. <laughs> <laughs> Still, like, you are <laughs>
1: bastards. <laughs> Still not heard right back from them. Typical.
3: 1971, sorry. Oh, well. Not 60s, just tough, uh, girl. So, Radioheads, The Bends. I feel like Radioheads, like intelligent music, like, not everyone's into them, but if you're into Radiohead, you like, you know music. Yeah. Especially this the, the, no hey, computer, me. maybe not so much, but
0: like, Kid A onwards, I think, like, oh you have to like delve deep into them to like fully get it if I'm honest with you I, I, I actually like Radiohead yeah but they're not a band I know much about but then when they when Radiohead tune comes on I don't know the radio I'll leave it on and I'll turn yeah. it up yeah. and I'll sing that sort of that's my yeah. relationship with Radiohead not that anyone asked. Yeah. but that's my
1: that's my relationship with
0: Radiohead no, I know you're, know.
1: Wait, you're, in, it, back in the old days that is how we started this. we used to ask this question on the podcast <laughs> oh, what was your relationship with oh. Radiohead before you
0: listened to this so what album? was your what was your guys that was mine
3: They've always been on ever since. I've just always known about them. Um, just through the singles, really. I think Just was my first introduction to them, which is on this album, isn't it? Yeah. That last thirty seconds of that song where they sort of like jam it out. I think it's possibly one of my favorite pieces of like music. Love that. Um, used to play that song all the time, and then got into the bends and OK Computer loads, and then discovered like Kid A and In Rainbows, and that they're the ones I know the best. What Kid A and Rimbos? This is probably the one I know the like the most. Like Back to Front. This is my favorite Radiohead album. I think this. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Because okay. it's just it's like eighty percent singles, really, isn't it? There's so many bangers
1: on so it. So
0: this was just bring me up to sorry, you might have said Martin, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch it. How long into their career was this? Album? Second album. So this second, is
1: their right. second studio album. Fine. First one being Pablo Honey, which was and that had Creep on it, right? At this point, basically Radiohead are a one-hit wonder, right? Everybody knows Creep. No one likes the album. Mm.
0: That's the album it. Wasn't and there. they might
1: they might never come back. Right. That was prior to this album. That's what Radiohead are.
0: So they probably got together for this studio album and thought, right, we don't want to be known as a one-hit wonder. Mm. So let's write music that doesn't sound like Creep. Well, my first bit of analysis is so that I think 70% of this album uh, does sound like not quite as good as songs as Creep in in, in in terms of wow, okay. The last sort of sixty percent the last
1: sort of like <laughs> They're gonna have a fight miles. The last sixty percent of the album. Well
0: and Sid and I were saying this earlier before we came on air. Yeah, I like that whole that. I don't know what that melancholy sort of rock. I mean it's it's not really rock, is it? But I think the natural go to in my head, and maybe this is a little short sighted, is to always think of my favourite guitar led sort of music bands, which it which would be Oasis. Mm. And I think why, if someone ever asked me why I way prefer Oasis now to... It's re- all Oasis albums to this one, for example, would be Oasis do a bit more in terms of m- mess around with genres a bit more? Like... <laughs> Oh no! Completely destroyed. Are you, are you, sorry, destroyed sorry, are you <laughs> taking the piss? No. Not are you not actually at all. taking the piss? No, no, Oasis no, no, no. mess around with genres a yeah, bit more. That think, is not something I've ever heard well, said about uh, Oasis. Well, ever. Oasis, you, there's melon, melancholic songs, yeah. and then there's more sort of rock and roll songs. You tell me on this album, Barb, Bones" and the bends. Yeah. Where. Everybody. Yeah, you can't going to be compare. St- compare whole, you're going to be jumping in a stadium crowd. You can't sure, compare the you, whole you, Oasis
3: to Disco Fever and then Have you listened to this one. album?
1: What no, but, about just? What about my iron lung? Eh? what about those I jumping might, ar- jumping around? Which album did you listen to? Did you what? listen to the wrong album? No, <laughs> I,
0: I, I'm right in thinking this. I was the, the last sort <laughs> of seven to eight tracks were. <laughs> Down te- the same old, same old Radiohead. Like, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Men but that Collier. is
3: Radiohead. They're not like a Happy Band. They are melancholy Melancholy uh, band. No, I mean, right. I I'm not. I'm not having it. So
0: so, 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 What do you disagree with my point then? On, 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 do you agree that they only have one
2: lane? Then they don't really. go Not through.
3: at all. Uh, maybe in this album, but from Key not, day not, onwards, not even. No, probably, know, I'm just talking about this album. So yeah, he's only album. talking about
2: this album to be fair. But this album. This saying. album. Yeah, I but it has
3: got a three line. You know, he's too samey. No, not really. That is Radiohead. I think. You this think album.
1: this is. Do you think this? But is I guess you could argue more definitely. Maybe than quite. Same-y. Sorry. You think this is more. Yeah, yeah, same? Sorry. The point is. Yeah. Do you think this is more sammy
0: than an oasis album?
1: That's good. I'm liking. It, I'm liking
0: this. <laughs> um, mm. Definitely, maybe you're right. It's 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 great, but it's similar. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that was a bad bad analogy. I think I was just thinking more. Yeah. Maybe I just. I don't know. I just thought it was all a bit too. I read that they wanted to move away from Creep, right? Yeah. That they and but you can't really say they have here.
1: It, I mean, it, you definitely can. Do you think you, they you, have? you can? <laughs> they've moved away from Pablo Honey. <laughs> hey, uh, they've moved away from Pablo Honey. <laughs> Pablo Honey was yeah, definitely yeah, dodgy. that. I know, but yeah, I think you're. I don't know. I think it's a misrepresentation of Creep. Creep is alright as a song, but it's not, and there's nothing as intricate or as interesting as anything on this album.
3: Isn't that's what My Own Lung's about, isn't it? Like creeps, they're like I do they'll they'll always have yeah. that. So
0: why do they, so they hate creep though?
3: I know it's got over I well,
1: don't know. Part, part, it's a great like, song. It isn't it isn't. I mean it it is a good song, but it's I mean, talking about derivative, it's very derivative. It's very much of its time And um yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's the Nirvana template, isn't it? It's quiet, quiet verse, loud chorus. Yeah, Saptic And it's also ripped off from the Hollies, and they got sued for it, so maybe that's why they don't like it as well. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
2: the air, they air That
1: breathe. I Breathe was a, a massive court case that they uh, lost because they were um, accused of stealing the melodic refrain from The Air That I Breathe by, which is by the Hollies. The it, wasn't the by the, it wasn't written by the Hollies. It's the verse.
2: And they tried to sue Lana Del Rey, for the for creep as well, even though they got sued for oh, themselves. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's I don't know funny. how that works, but <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
1: So there's a lot. There's a bit of background there, anyway. But, but anyway, but I think no. But, I'm, I'm sorry, slightly joking aside because of of course you're entitled to your opinion. No, but, but, just, on that, you're do, do, but
0: just on that. <laughs> you are wrong. But just on that point, I believe that is Radiohead, and I do like that. I said at the beginning of the it's point, Radiohead in. I 19- do like that, but I, I
1: mean, I, mean, I get, it's Radiohead in 1985.
0: Yeah, I don't know enough about Radiohead in later years to, to, yeah. to comment. And I think that's that, that will be year.
1: interesting because we've got other Radiohead albums. This is the yeah, is the lowest, really yeah. not the lowest one down the, the list, but it's the earliest of their albums that's on this list. So the sort of development of Radiohead as a band, we, we will cover some of that as we go through this list because we'll hear later albums. Mm. This is the earliest one that we'll hear.
0: I, well, well, I do feel they they nailed the the genre there that that they sort of go after that many Menom- And it
1: probably, probably is their sort of, most mainstream. This is the one, like Billy said is this is the one that's got the sort of the easy radio hits on it. Mm. So in that sense I think maybe you're right about the um the the uh, creep analogy.
0: I don't know what it, it was a good album. It was really good, but was I maybe uh it never Okay, let's 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 retake that analogy. and am not making an analogy, but say I I suppose it never really took off in terms of where I thought it would go. Yeah. I thought it, it was potentially a bit too... Just don't offend these guys anymore. No, no, I no, seriously, you can say what
1: you want. So just as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, of course, like I said, I've, had, I've owned this album since 1995. So, you know, it's ingrained, and in, like Billy's saying, he grew up with it. I'm going to come to Sid in a minute, because I'm interested to hear what, what he says as well. But for you, it sounds like this is the first time you've heard this album. Yeah. And the first time you've been exposed. So it's like... And you know what? I knew And singles, this is obviously. the fascination of doing this thing is, we know that this is supposed to be Radiohead and a great band and all that kind of stuff. But what is it actually like when you come to it as someone who's coming to Radiohead for the first time and listening to this? And what's your experience now? Because this is supposedly one of the greatest albums of all time. But if you come to it completely fresh, yeah, is it? Yes. Because I, I that, can't come to it completely fresh, but you can.
0: I think the issue was is that I was on a train and I Googled, you know, about the album. Mm. And I read that thing about what they said about Creep. They said it was, they almost were, felt really uncomfortable in the first days in the studio when they're writing this album. They were struggling. And they wanted to move away from Creep. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be like way different from Creep mm. then. And then I thought, what? This is... Maybe my, maybe my brain just wanted to make that point more. Mm. In reflection, if I didn't know that, maybe I would feel what different. What do you mean it's got like
3: heavier, popier? Well, yeah,
0: no, he- bit, bit more, just uh, a bit more... Different again, a bit yeah. more different to Creep. Yeah, You know, they were like, we really wanted to move away from it. Like they've got this real sort of like they hated...
3: the. I definitely uh, think it's a lot more intricate.
0: Yeah, but
1: there's a lot of sort of the similar... Are more, yeah. There's a lot more going on in arrangements, yeah. the way the yeah, instruments are played.
3: Yeah, and a couple of songs like have interesting sections. Spirit is an unbelievable tune. I think, yeah, it's looking at song. it as well, it's a 12-track album, isn't it? Yeah.
0: I like the beginning. One, two, three, four,
3: yeah, five. 12, yeah. It's like seven songs that could be like singles, I think. I think that weren't Planet Trek's The Bends and Bones, are like standout album tracks.
2: The bends and bones. Yeah I, I, yeah, I didn't really rate the Bens and bones much though. I love the caution. Yeah, so
3: let's come. Let's come
1: to you because, like with the other guys, I've kind of said where they've where they've come to this from. What about you? Because you well, are you
2: are the youngest of our number. I do like Radiohead. I'm I'm a Radiohead fan. I wouldn't say this is one of my favorite Radiohead albums, though. Necessarily, mm. I think. It's good, but there's points there where I feel like in the album they don't really know exactly what kind of band they are. Yeah, With songs like The Benz, I feel like it's quite a generic song. Like the title track, I think anyone could have made that song, whereas you listen to like OK Computer, and I don't know many other bands that can make, you know, Paranoid Android doesn't really sound like other bands, but then yeah. you, hear, you hear The Benz and that sounds like that could be loads of bands in the 90s. It's kind of just like distorted, open chords, just singing like it's like just making a basic rock song like if you had one of those Casio keyboards and just press like rock song and <laughs> yeah. play something they <laughs> that something like that like, and I, I think the, don't, that's not taking anything away from the rest of the album I think it's a brilliant album but I think I think that's what Miles was saying he was saying that like they do one thing they do it well and that maybe that's if you're not into that it could be quite seen as quite repetitive because when they try and do other things like the bends and bones I think when they try and go a bit heavier I don't think it really I think like well. no
3: one, no one else writes Street Spirit though. Like no, oh do. no, I'm not saying anything. Um, right. album. I
2: think the album's brilliant. I love this album. I think the uh, Street Spirit. He can't actually it, sing that live. Or he struggles to Street Spirit live. Trees, sorry, mm. it's, a it's, a so, it's so like deep hits. to him. Oh know. right, yeah. okay. I think there's brilliant songs in there. I think yeah, I think it's an amazing album. Mm. I just think that it's not a perfect album yet. They haven't made their perfect album mm. yet. When you look at OK Computer and Kid A. Um, even in Raymers, I say that there's not anything I'd really be like. No, they need to change that. Whereas the Benz, I think there are still some flaws in the in the album.
3: I I, I don't think it's flawed. I just think oh, I think yeah, maybe a couple of tracks I wouldn't go back to listening to straight away. But it does. It's probably the album that does sound more like other bands. Yeah,
2: okay. Haven't found their sound does. as much yet. I'd say with um, the Bends.
3: What it, well, it said in the um,
1: in the thing from Rolling Stone there that so many bands that came after Radiohead have actually tried to do that Radiohead. They've yeah. tried to do Bends era, yeah. era Radiohead first Culpa album. I think I got that massively. Muse following yeah. up yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah. That sort right, falsetto yeah. vocals yeah. as well. There's so many bands that have yeah. kind of gone. The Benz was a huge success for Radiohead, and then like Travis as well. I think there's another one that's mentioned there. It's like let's. You've got bands like that that have basically then go. Let's just keep making the. Bend Mm. in different formats which Radiohead never did so it's a question again is like is our view of this album colored by what came after it so it sounds more kind of oh everyone was doing that Mm. when is in 1995 possibly not everyone was doing that I think that's a good point
0: because that's the other thing with this there's this genre of music and I know this is a bit short-sighted and I think it by the sounds of it, you guys well I know this you guys are more into this sort of music than I am not that I'm not I would I do I do really enjoy it I want to get that clear but like, I put them and I, you might guys might not like this, but like that whole Muse, Travis, uh, Radiohead, I put them all in the same sort of lane. Mm, so to what you were yeah. saying, Martin, I d- uh, maybe I don't know enough about the the, in- the, intric- the intricacies of this genre. But for me, it does all, it does well, that, with N- this that album, 90s I think rock sound I do think that's
1: fair with this album to kind of say, yeah, it's, it sounds a bit like Travis and Muse and Coldplay.
3: But all of those artists are five, six years after this album. Mm. And I think they've all developed. I don't know about Travis, but... Coldplay definitely different. developed. They're a
0: bit more keys led,
3: aren't they? 100% developed. They've all got more keys involved and sort of stuff. Yeah. As did Radiohead. So I think they developed uh, yeah. all down the line. The the re- first stuff re- yeah. definitely sound like this. I'm
0: really interested now, to, and I'll put it on after this pod, to listen to this Kid A and just see... I'm actually, I'm interested to see... Um, that is, Kid this, A is really interesting we, to, can, yeah. we can cover that. I mean, yeah, Kid I mean, that's a... If you
1: first experience, it would be interesting because it's kind of go from this to Kid A. It's Kid a is bit of a deep dive. Although there's only <laughs> one album in between this one and Kid A. Kid A is quite high up, isn't it? It's the it's their highest rated album on this. Really, yeah. it's
2: over OK Computer. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah, yeah. I think at a time I've I, it was my favourite Radiohead album. It goes. It, Has between. it got any real singles on it? Not really. Not
3: really. It's when got.
1: They, 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 it's, it's at a point where they went. We're not. We're not. We're not going to make singles. Yeah. That's not. That's not what we do. Yeah, There's not
2: really any singles.
1: That is a sort of double with amnesia. I mean, will definitely it? come to it. No, it's yeah. not. It is now. But it was. I mean, they were released fairly close together, but they what, were. What they written albums. at the same. Yeah, they, they were written they, at the same were, time. They were re- released a year apart.
3: I think those were written in the same sort of writing session, It Was
1: definitely they? a reaction to the success of Okay yeah. Computer because they were like, okay, that's we've had all that. We don't want any more of that. So we'll do something different. I'll Have just you, share uh, with you just to, to say uh, like what I remember about hearing. Mm. My Iron Lung for the first time. on the, And I, I do still sort of think, yeah, I really remember the first time I heard that. I'm pretty sure I was in the car driving back from a band rehearsal in Maidenhead and it was on Late Night Radio 1. Radiohead in heard. Head. I've never heard anything like this before. And it's I knew amazing. Radiohead, because I had the pa- Pablo Honey album is not good. I knew Creep, it's a good single. But when, my, when I heard My Iron Lung for the first time, which was the first song that was released from this album, although it was re- quite early on, I think it was released as an EP, so I hadn't heard anything like it. Mm. And that's sort of early days of Oasis. Uh, so that like 94, 95, it's, it's the early days of that. So that's my memory of thinking, I've not heard something like this before. This is awesome. And that then you follow that up with amazing, uh, Just yeah, and High, high and Dry, which I, th- I think, like Tom York said there, he didn't want to do, which is a very sort of acoustic... Uh, almost folky type song but <clears> just <throat> to kind of put it in perspective that's what I remember from that time you saying, oh it sounds a lot
0: like everything else what I remember at the time was it didn't I'm keen to re-listen to that song knowing you've given it yeah. such a glowing if line. you listen to that song I, yeah, go on YouTube as great. well I can't believe they did that live thing of
3: recording it but if you go to the isolated bass track of Iron Lung he actually slaps and pops the bass line in the chorus it's amazing I don't think it's loud enough in the mix mm. but um it's really, really cool.
0: Yeah, but still hit the nail on the heads. I, I just to be clear, what they do, they do really well. Like I really, but I really feel that um, that's why I didn't quite understand the trying to move move away from creep thing because I think it's a brilliant single and kind of epitomizes for me their sound, what they're best at, melancholic, heartfelt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I understand. Rock. What, yeah yeah so so i was like we will need to move away from this and i listened yeah. to this album i was like well you haven't what well, kind of I, I,
1: I i've got something you said earlier on which i thought also probably explains where you're coming from you said you hear radiohead on the on the radio head that's what they wanted that's <laughs> yeah. what i called
0: themselves you, think about from you them? hear Sorry, radiohead
1: radio. on the radio yeah um, and you're singing along with them, yeah. it's going to be this era, Radiohead, that yeah. you're going to be hearing. You're going to be hearing songs from, either it's going to be Creep, it's going to be something from The Bends, or it's going to be something from OK Computer, more than likely. Yeah. You're not going to hear tracks from later albums on sort of daytime commercial radio sort of stuff.
2: So that's what you're going to
1: know. That's what I sort of feel like, yeah, that I can understand. This is exactly what I thought Radiohead would yeah. sound like because this is exactly what Radiohead sounded like in 1995 mm-hmm. and where they created their huge commercial appeal from. And the big issue with Radiohead is like post-OK and they basically did a complete artistic U-turn and went, we don't care about massive commercial appeal. We want to make albums that are... Weird,
0: weird and crazy. <laughs> so when you say when you say weird, like what? Well, instrumentally, musically, inter- music, musically instrumentally arrangement.
1: Listen,
3: you get into it more. Time
1: signatures what, are heavier, arrangements are different. They no, took lot, a lot, of, bit, a lot of guitars out, um, so it's a lot more electronic.
3: I'm sorry, yeah. You ab- Tom, ab- your abstract, solo stuff that's yeah. like, like completely like abstract and like electronic.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like Shape Hall as well is quite yeah. electronic.
3: I mean, it's quite
1: yeah. a journey with, with Radio. I said as someone who's been aware of Radiohead since they came on the scene because I'm old enough to remember. To go on that journey is, has been quite amazing because it was, I said, I remember OK Computer coming out, it's amazing. And you think, what are they going to come up with next? And they come up with Kid A and you're mm. like, what the hell? Mm. Have, Have a you lo- seen and a lot list? of people, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to. And a lot of people at that point would go, well, that's it, I'm done with Radiohead now. Whereas I've kind of stuck with a stuck with journey. And I think some of their later stuff is some of their best work. Uh, definitely, and I'd say some of the, some of my favourite albums uh, But I did, just to say about the live thing I went to see them at, um, oh, what's it, down in uh, West Ham What's it called? The- Mile End Mile End, yeah <laughs> Mile End. Uh, I went to see them at Mile End Which would have been uh, in rainbows time, I think But I remember it said to a mate of mine whilst we were there I said, this is the sound of a band who have got nothing else to do <laughs> <laughs> Except go like yeah, that sounds quite cool. Do something with that. I like <laughs> rainbows.
2: No, I love rainbows. I'm, rainbows. Yeah.
1: I'm just saying, the sounds that they're coming up yeah. with, you don't sort of sit down with a guitar and play a few chords. Yeah. You sit in a room for five hours yeah. playing around with a synth or an effect yeah. pedal, and then you go... Yeah, I Quite like that. Let's yeah. do something with that. Yeah, it's just we've got nothing else to do, we can spend all day just fucking. Well, that about. Johnny
3: Green was gone into like um film composing, and, now. and you see him lie, yeah, he's, he... he's constantly he plays about five different instruments and he's constantly filling them with like guitar pedals. He plays like xylophone, he just does loads of stuff because they've got three guitarists in the band, but I don't think they they really play all at the same time. They might have done on this album, but from then onwards, I think it's either like Uh, acoustic, guitar, piano, whatever they switch it up At risk of this turning into
1: a Radiohead podcast I think we should probably (laughs) pull it back to this Ah. particular album Um, because for me I'm a a big Radiohead fan and I sort of bought all their stuff I I think I said to Billy recently I went and bought um, OK Computer on vinyl um, having never owned it as vinyl, because in those days, by that point, everyone was buying stuff on CD, and it was a bit of a toss up for me. It was like, will I buy the Benz or will I buy OK Computer? Could, I could have bought both, could have bought either of them. I went for OK Computer just because. Um, but I could <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fundamentally, yes, that's exactly why. But yeah, I like this one better. But then I've list, listening to this again now, is like, well, is it better? Because there's so much great stuff on this album.
2: I think the, the um, I think it's a better,
1: album, maybe OK Computer is a better album. But that doesn't mean this isn't a great album. Does yeah. so it argue
3: have better singles?
1: I think it does. What, uh, this does? Yeah. yeah, yeah no,
0: this, is, this has some big singles on it. Oh, yeah, it's got
1: huge singles on it. But then I, I think, as, as Sid said earlier on, I, I rem- again, I remember the first time I heard Paranoid Android and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a six-minute single. Six than minute than that, single. It's, yeah. Yeah. Nobody was doing
3: six-minute singles. I it never came listened to the end like... of that song. I always cut out the last two minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah. That, and I never liked Karma, Please, either. <laughs>
2: Calma, Come on, please! This isn't one of the best yeah. albums ever?
1: I mean, anyway, let's say we could, we could, we could go on. Um, so let's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> any last thoughts? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll read you some review stuff. Any last thoughts on the uh, bends by Radiohead? I think it's great.
2: I think the, the highs of the album is some of the, some of the best stuff yeah. they've done, but I don't think it's as consistent as their later work yet. Yeah, yeah. Or arguably, as interesting now. I think they've got some more kind out their albums that listen to it now is more of like a crazy experience right? whereas this is kind of like a great album and has some emotional moments but it's not as like oh what is this I've never heard this before as but like, do you want that all the
3: reason? time from an album do you want to be
2: well that's the age old question depends what it? you want I mean yeah. like, if in certain moods like you kind of want something a bit more like what is this this is crazy like I've never heard this sometimes you just want like a bit of street spirit fame yeah album, yeah you know? well, that's like, what I was saying
3: earlier about being like intelligent music, that's what I think like Kid A onwards is, they've gone weird, they've gone, I don't think your average like pop listener will like that sort of stuff. I love Kid A uh, But they will like this because there's some great pop stuff on yeah. this. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I, my final thoughts is, I think Sid actually summed it up, slightly softer than me, but but, but better. It's a great album. I, you'll be surprised. I'm going to, vo- I, I will still vote this high because I think, yeah. wow, this is really good and I really enjoyed listening to it. Yeah. Um, that quote just threw me. I just thought I just pictured them trying to move away from creep, and I just felt, well, you haven't really. Yeah. And maybe that was lodged in my mind too yeah, much. Yeah, I, I the you know. thing that I
1: read suggested it wasn't so much about trying to move away from creep as such. It was more like we need to prove we're not just a one-hit band. That, right. That was that was the thing that I read. Oh, okay. It wasn't fine. so much about we need to completely change. Oh, maybe I did. It was really more in a like, context, like we, we, we've yeah. got we've got to, we've got to follow this up to kind of prove that we are we've we've got our future. Rather than just kind Fine. of, you remember that band that did Creep? Yeah, what were they called again? Um, I think they just wanted to make sure that that didn't happen.
2: Still, their biggest song, though, isn't it? Even that, uh, uh, probably.
1: Yeah. When <laughs> I first heard that, I wasn't massively impressed. Know, by but that's this. probably uh, that's uh, that's probably a big in America thing as well. I said, su- yeah. su- I, su- I, su- I do suspect. think
2: Creep is a great song. Though. It, it gets great? so much stick just because they don't like it. it and why it's does like, it get a stick?
1: It is a great song. It's a great they song. give it, they give it some stick. I think it's because
3: people know that they yeah, they, they, they never yeah. play it live.
2: They're not. No, no. it's because they don't like it. Tom, Tom York like he says.
3: He must get he sick did. of it. What's that? Thirty years old. That song now, basically. I'd, yeah,
2: uh, it's I'd, probably I'd, because like, almost, like, almost straight away the biggest song they've it. ever made was like four chords. Whereas, like if you look at like Kid A, it probably took them like so long to get all like the intricate stuff and the strings and all the Simpson and that. And then, but the biggest one they ever made was just like them playing four chords on a guitar maybe it's a bit annoying a, they're not I mean, that
1: bad i think it yeah. would be like ex, kind of expecting it's a and, song, and right? like the beatles when they did that get back movie that they were going to play i want to hold your hand it would be a bit like that they're not going to do it you know that's not that's not who we are anymore yeah um it's a bit like that Fine. guardian critic caroline sullivan said radiohead had transformed themselves from a nondescript guitar beating band to potential arena fillers the grandeur may eventually pall, but it's been years since a big, bumptious rock sounded this emotional. That was writing at the time. Critical reception in the United States was more mixed. Chuck Eddy of Spin deemed much of the album nodded out nonsense mumble <laughs> and not enough concrete emotion. <laughs> and Kevin McCoch sorry, I don't know how you pronounce that. Kevin McKeog? Keog, I don't know. Kevin From e. the Chicago Tribune, panned Tom York's lyrics as self-absorbed and the music as overblown and pretentious. So, you know, not universally loved at the time, but there you go. That was fun.
0: (laughs) Ratings, guys. Last question to to you guys. If you were to ask them who their influences are, who do you think they'd say? Jeff Buckley.
2: Yeah, (laughs) massively. Didn't he record fake plastic trees? I think he went to see Jeff Buckley and then he scrapped the first recording of fake plastic trees.
1: And so I need, I need to do falsetto yeah yeah and yeah. it again yeah. and
2: started crying or is like
3: Grace that. on this list sure yes. should be yeah. yeah that's a good one fair arms
2: okay good answer
3: yeah. fine ratings you would give an 8 out of 5 again it.
2: <laughs> 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 so the ratings go is 5 you recommend it Five's like the uh, best. Five, best,
3: five best. is not the best like, album ever, but you like recommend
1: it. You yeah, oh, five. five is kind of yeah. I definitely like definitely recommend this album. This is great. Don't care what you, if, you, if someone says oh, I don't like Radiohead. Like, I don't care. This is a great album. Go and listen to it. Doesn't matter whether you don't like Radiohead. You will love this album. It's I'd that give kind it, of thing.
2: I'd give it a. F- I'd give it a five then. I'd say because I definitely recommend to mm. listen to it. I think that I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I, on based on that scale, I think I'd give it a five. I'd definitely go and listen to it. It's a great Same. album.
1: Five another five from Billy for the strength of the singles four cool it's got to be a five from me I think oh my um, word that's got to be the highest
3: album yeah it has got to be
1: not can't not give it a five I and I have been debating about it for all the reasons that you guys said <sighs> about the sort of strength of the singles of it but four. I was really surprised like going back to it like the non-single stuff on there I thought, I think my favourite track on the album was Black Star really yeah. And I was like, I was completely kind of caught out by that because I'd forgotten it was on the album, and I listened to it like, I think it's a really good song. I really like this mm. one, uh, and I'd forgotten about it. So I think, yeah.
3: How do we do the maths? Good to figure scores. Out, it uh, we do, it, we by do four? it. We do, uh, yeah. Calc- uh, all the scores added up divided by four.
1: That's how we'll then do. In times it.
3: by three. Yeah. Fourteen and a, ho- uh, and a quarter.
1: Fourteen and a quarter. So we'll have to call that fourteen. Fourteen. It's yeah. near perfect. Album, isn't it? Yeah. Have we had perfect. a fourteen yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've had a 14. We probably can't have a 14, can we? Oh, two fives. And, yeah, we could. We could have had. Yeah, we, we probably have had a 14. Yeah, we will have done. I oh, think there's a couple of albums that we rate that have got a 14 that on reflection we probably would review <laughs> go like, I think why we the, the hell world did, did we, we give we, that a 14? We, that but that's part, part of the thing. I say listening to it, you kind of go, oh, I loved that. And then a few weeks later you go, why did I. Mm. Well, I must have been in the right mood for it or the wrong mood for it. Anyway, yeah. I think deservedly gets a high score for us because I think it's a good album. I was surprised it's so low down the list. To be fair,
0: if you all give it a five and you've all said you prefer OK Computer, I wonder what OK Computer's <laughs> going to get. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, have you not heard of no, OK Computer? Well, well, yeah, yeah, but not of not in not like studied. It's
2: good from, yeah.
1: from
0: a
2: track and perspective.
1: And then Kid A, which is higher up the list than OK Computer. How about that one?
2: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you okay. Was to, yeah. Mm. It?
1: Well done. It's always a joy being able to go back and listen to radio. Well done, Tommy York. Our second album on the Apollo Audio Podcast this week was from the 27th of October 2006. It is number 33 on the Rolling Stone 500 list and it is Amy Winehouse and back to black not back in black actually says on the wikipedia page not to be confused with <laughs> back in black but do sound so the same. I'm not sure how you would confuse the two certainly not listening to them anyway. the magazine said with her love of 60s girl group pop and her dark beehive Amy Winehouse came across as a star from another time but as a child of the 90s she also loved hip hop and wrote openly about her splattered relationships and issues with drugs and alcohol On this, her breakthrough second album, recorded in Brooklyn with co-producers Mark Ronson and Salam Remy, marked the arrival of a resplendently damaged 21st century torch singer. Tracks like the mildly pushy You Know I'm No Good and the sumptuous Love Is A Waiting Game had an elegant, beguiling smudginess, that avoided wax museum quality of so much retro soul. I don't even know what I read there. What was all those words? <laughs> My odds are stacked, Winehouse sings. I'll go back to black. Indeed, the pain and tumult in her voice was very real. Before her death in 2011, she left behind a tragically unfulfilled promise. It's 2011? 2011. 2011, yeah, over 10 wow. years ago now. This was her second and, sadly, final studio album, produced, as I said, by Mark Ronson and Salam Remy. Um... I think one of those, better known as the producer of this, I think it's probably fair to say. Mm. Back to Black sold 3.6 million copies in the UK alone, becoming the UK's second best-selling album of the 21st century so far, and has sold 16 million copies worldwide. Most of the songs, just to note this, most of the songs on Back to Black were solely written by Winehouse. Wow. Just in case that was unknown. Uh, The number one movie on the 27th of October 2006 was Saw Three. What film? I've not seen. That's the any number one movie. I do a, not. not saw. That was the number one. Uh, the number one album was Sam's Town by the Killers. That's got to be on the list as well, isn't it? I hope not, because that's awful.
3: Nice, no, not. That's <laughs> oh, some bangers on there. What's on that one? That one? Mr. Uh, Brightside, Small. No, that's, no, that's, no, no, that's no, not. No,
2: that that's not. on album that's the, the first album first before one. Hot Fuss. Oh, Sam's Town's got Hot Fuss is a great album. What's it got it's got some. On the corner of Main Street. Yeah, that's a, it yeah, I
3: yeah. got sober. That was that on the, that's the, no, that's the, that's on the first that's one. I love Hot Fast. You're right about Hot, <laughs> what's hot, was, hot what's Fast. What's that? that is a song the it's a great album. It doesn't look a thing <laughs> like Jesus.
1: Yeah, that one.
2: No, that's still. <laughs> <laughs> is it? That's still. Oh, no, no, no. no, no that, that is, is on the, that album is, as well. I'm thinking of the other one.
1: That's on Samstone. We'll leave this Yeah, When we were young is the one you're trying to think of. I don't know. Which is on
2: Samstown. It's when we were, isn't it? It just doesn't look a thing. Like yeah, Jesus. that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If there's another know. one, though. When like. we
1: were young. Yeah, this could go on for hours. Miles, <laughs> save me. Uh, the number one, well, this will get us out of it. The number one single was Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Oh, Read
2: My Mind, The Killers. That's what I was thinking of.
1: Which one? Read My Mind. Read My Mind. Jerry, I, don't I don't know that many songs in this album sorry <laughs> <That's all> I-
2: <laughs> no it's terrible I
1: told you it's Town. not good uh, for me it was a huge disappointment mm. anyway there we go uh, on October the 11th the US sitcom 30 Rock was launched uh, starring Tina Fey alongside Alec Baldwin and Tracy Morgan on October the 23rd the Black Parade the third studio album by My Chemical Romance was released again that somewhat, be on the list. somewhat coincidental as uh, they've just released a new album oh, yeah. this week haven't they yeah yeah or a new song this week. Uh, so you go. That was 2006 Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. Sid, let's go for you because we, we
2: came to you late on the last one. Let's go you first on this one. So I say this album, I think the most interesting thing about it really is just the production combined with the melodies and the songwriting because I feel like it's got quite a melancholy vibe but a lot of the songs and the drums are all quite This is quite upbeat. Um, instrumental so I think it's quite that's that's what makes it sets it apart I think because you kind of take that away strip it and it'd be like a bit of an Adele vibe in a way you could take mm-hmm. all that away put a piano behind it the songs would all still work and be great but I think what sets it apart is that they the instrumental and like what Mark Ronson did with it just changes it a bit and gives it a bit of a different feeling like you said with the 60s girl group it's got that kind of like um that vibe but with the the, the darker lyrics that they wouldn't have talked about at the time so it gives you a bit of like modern feel with the old kind of classic songwriting and yeah. instrumentals that's what that's a good analysis it's we end it there boys that's a good <laughs> analysis <rating>. and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> really
0: good
3: it, it does sound like when the it just sounds like some session musicians were in a room and they just jammed and wrote an album that's what I get from uh, especially like the drumming and the guitar playing maybe less so the horns
0: but obviously that Obviously, that that didn't happen.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why i No, no, I was going to say that as well. Yeah. yeah. The instrumentation is just unbelievable. Yeah. And there's so I think there must be... I sent you one, didn't I? It's a list song. There must be so many horn sections of this album that have been sampled, like... I think in hip-hop could be especially or modern-day pop tracks. Yeah. Or I've just heard it so much that I think it should be in, like, adverts and stuff. Mm. But um, I'm not a massive fan of, like, usually, like... I don't know. What do you call her, like... More, like, predominant sound? Like, is it big band like don't say swing but like that sort of well, she like kept, classic she's stuff, with jazz but then yeah. it wasn't
0: it wasn't as yeah, i know what you're trying to say yeah i suppose the album's a bit more jazzy it's yeah. like poppy jazz it's yeah. like I, I know I'm not mean, the she, biggest fan of that show. i hate like swing
3: and i'm not that she's liking but who's the massive 60s thing in america um like to the gangsters and stuff like that. Frank Sinatra. Can't stand him. He's about Frank stuff. Sinatra. A, you are stuff. mad. That's a you miss from Bill And I know she doesn't sound like it, but there was like tracks, was it Just Friends, where she went like reggae, and yeah, yeah. Pop. so she did quite, like, it wasn't just in that lane, and I think Tears Dry on their own, I think is the best one she's ever done. Beautiful Jim. I think it's, so she does, has got that big band vibe, but mixed in with other drummers, and it just works really, really well. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting about those two tracks? That you just mentioned. Which ones did I mention? Just friends. Tears
1: dry on their own, and just friends. Yeah. Or two tracks that were not produced by Mark Ronson.
3: Oh really? I didn't like Just Friends. You I didn't like it. It's putting my least favourite one on there. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I just, well, sorry, I didn't say that you liked them. But yeah. the two tracks yeah, yeah. that you just yeah, yeah. mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. was that Salim Remy. Like the
1: ones that's nice. yeah, that's him. Yeah. Because I thought it was because I think Mark Ronson is obviously famously the producer of this, mm. if you like, yeah. famously working with her, and I think that's because basically all of the singles with the exception of mm. Tears Dry on their own were all produced by Mark Ronson mm. so those are all the big everybody knows them songs mm. but the bulk of the other songs that are on this album are the Sam Remy produced ones
0: mm. Mm.
3: So I just thought it was interesting
0: that you, yeah. picked,
1: you picked those two yeah, yeah, specifically they're, they're
3: probably the most different ones I'd say yeah. aren't they um, yeah what do you reckon?
0: Yeah, I think this is a five-star album. I've given my score away. I think it's. <laughs> okay. I, I think we're, we're anxious to get this finished, aren't we? I, I think Leap um, to the no, end. No, I think I think it's an incredible album. I think she's an incredible artist. I think she's unique. I think she'll go down in history. Uh, Madame Two Sword Waxwork will stay forever. I always think that's the that's the pinnacle yeah, of someone's, yeah. you know. <laughs> and I think, um, yeah, from everything from songwriting to production, I think. What Billy said is a really good point. Something I was going to say as well. It's got that feel of session musicians drinking whiskey, mm. playing, and you know Amy Winehouse, yeah. you know, just then going and doing her thing. And obviously, it it wasn't like that. You know, Mark Ronson's playing everything on there. The, the famous story was that they he got the call, he got a call from the head of publishing at EMI or something, and said, "Oh, do you know um, Amy Winehouse in New York? Do you want to spend a couple of days together?" and he said uh, yeah and he said he'd seen her picture of um, f- her first album Frank when I was around she was like oh it looks cool he was like I heard a bit of it and it sounded cool anyway we got together and she was saying it she was obsessed with the Shangri-La's yeah. which is this girl, this girl band and um, so he was quite he was like oh okay I'm quite nervous and she was like I just want to make a record like that so he played the cause to Back to Black and and she was like oh that's cool and then the, 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 the the night part. came back in the morning. He'd stayed up all night working on the back to black instrumental. He laid down the drums, put like this massive reverb on the on the on the hi hats and stuff, as you can hear, or well, not hi hats, but um, tambourine, tambourine or something. Yeah. And then um, he, she played it to him, and we've all been there in the studio. You sit at the desk and you play it, and you're like, you're trying to gauge some sort of oh, what do they think? Do they like it? And about he said about forty five seconds to a minute passed. and she just said. I want my whole record to sound like this. And yeah. he was like, Oh, I've done it. Yeah. So from there he did it, made the instrumental. She went off for an hour, yeah. wrote all the lyrics to Back to Black and just recorded it there. And then imagine that. Wow. None of this sort of this day and age, have we got a top liner or yeah. thing? She was yeah. like, let me just go and write. And I'll just, yeah. you know, write the melody and the lyrics. And I think that album, you, even though it is Mark Ronson, it's, it gives it that organic feel because it, I suppose it, it, it really was organic and um, not overly produced. Um, that's the only one that's credited as Cor Rate with um, Mark Ronson, I think. Feels uh, live, the album. Feels live. Yeah. Uh, obviously, she got an amazing. <laughs> she's got an amazing, she had an amazing live show. Um, and I think um, what was my other point I was gonna say? I think that um I think it's an incredible album, and I think it would stand. I genuinely think it would be go down as one of the best albums in history. I really, really do. Is that because she has passed away as well. No, has it, has no, it no, no, no. Because
3: where it's like, um, what's the word? on it's walnut like, le- legendary now, isn't it? It's like I know what you mean.
0: I know what you mean. Yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. immortal
3: now. Once you die,
0: your hasn't you your yeah. works, then better. Yeah.
1: What yeah. we well, well, said about the point: you can't tarnish it as well. You can't. No. You can't come out with a third album that's shit, yeah. like Morris.
0: But then I think because Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah because she's had shared Frank, which was a good album, yeah. but nothing. Singles, nothing right? that. Really? Uh, not really, not hit singles. Not hits, but it was good. But this is just deserves, It's almost like Mark Ronson and Amy Winehouse's album this year as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 he's though I know that we say there's two songs he hadn't done. I think the big hits. It, it, it's no, there's five songs he didn't do. I'm oh, sorry,
1: it's, it's only the hits that Mark Ronson is the producer on. Oh well, yeah, yeah. The other ones that aren't this. the big hits are produced by Sam Salim. Teardrop right. on Their Own was a single. With, as I said, with that yeah. exception. <laughs> yeah. But that's I, what I'm saying. The fact that we remember Mark Ronson with, with Amy Winehouse as kind of together is largely, I think, to do with all those big hit singles that are kind of famous from this mm. album, with the exception yeah. of Tears Dry yeah. on their own. Or yeah. really all the Mark Ronson collaborations. Yeah. All the other stuff that's on the album is all the Sam Remy stuff. Yeah. Uh, Salem Remy stuff.
0: I think it was an interesting, I think emotionally, sorry, just like lyrically and stuff, I remember yeah. when I first heard Rehab, and the lyrics, and it was so on the nose, so refreshing. Mm, yeah. It literally like they tried to make me go to rehab. I said, No, no, no. Well, you know, you,
1: the, you yeah. told the story about Back yeah, to Black. Yeah. You know the story about that one? No. They're literally walking down the uh, like the, the sidewalk, as they call it in America, ha- ha- again, having a chat, just talking to each other. And Amy Wayne is literally saying to Mark and Yeah, they said I should go to a rehab. And I'm like, No, no, no. And he said, You know, that's a hook. You yeah, should, go, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. write that. Yeah that's interesting. apparently how it happened
0: wow <laughs> that's
2: cool yeah yeah.
0: Um, yeah and I think it was 2006 you said it was or it was 2007 yeah 2006 this album. Yeah. I think if you look at like what was going on in the industry you had uh, in terms of sort of female singers because 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 it's interesting that Sid brought up like Adele because it was like Lily Allen I remember I always yeah. thought those two were hmm. like the big sort of females which is quite
3: in, work with Mark as well, didn't they? Right.
0: So it's, and but it's quite they're quite interesting artists in the way that they kind of I think it was really refreshing to have artists like that who it wasn't sort of um you know, not to generalize, but I think female singers of note before that it's a lot of sort of ballads and mm. and and uh more sort of straight up pop led singers. Obviously there's exceptions, but these two were like running the industry in terms of like the biggest female artist and it was they're both incredibly unique, is what I was trying to say. And I think mm. that's what will, um, not as much, but I think that's what will stand Amy Winehouse as just a, a hero because she kind of represented um, uh, she represented a group of people that weren't always pop culture. And I think that's what makes her such a legendary artist. Mm. So yeah, unbelievable album, really good. Has and, there been event, yeah. like
3: a big band album since big band album like sort of, that sort Seriously. of like horns and like that sort of voice Where I guess it like Mark
1: Ronson did the uh, version album afterwards when we had like Valerie on it yeah. right, uh, with
3: Amy Winehouse and various other that Oh My God with the Lily Allen's one of my favourite tunes I love that yeah, one yeah
1: the Kaiser Chiefs track Yeah, again the yeah. Lily Allen. so those kind of collaborations I think that was sort of the extension of his sound mm. but even after, almost immediately after that Mark Ronson's gone I'm not doing that again. Mm. I'll go and do something else. No, in case I, I don't want to get known as the guy who does the sort of big big band mm. motos. Until 60s sound.
0: 2015, he brings out uptown funk with the huge horns. He obviously yeah. loves Yeah, but that's not that doesn't sound the same. Sorry, no, I was talking just about horns. Yeah, just, yeah. just um yeah. Don't get said story
1: on horns. Yeah, mm. the, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, a Big um,
1: moment about the horns on the Van Morrison. But he <laughs> but he
0: deserves a lot of respect. He's been one of my favourite, if not my favourite producers. I think Mark Ronson's an incredible producer. I think he's cut his teeth from the hip hop scene in the nineties. DJ, wasn't he? A DJ, yeah. And he's now, if you look at his career as a producer, he's worked across so many genres, massive hit singles. But if you asked him, I genuinely think I'd put a lot of money. that Amy Winehouse would be his number one. I really mm. do. I think that would be his proudest work. Or this, so this album, I think, would be his proudest work. Have you seen the documentary?
3: Amy. Yes. Yes. Great, yeah. So I think we really like these two albums, don't we? It was probably the best It was probably
0: the best week in terms yeah. of enjoyment, yeah.
3: Is it familiarity that we've like, especially like me and Sid, Miles maybe, sorry mine, is it like we really like these two albums, is music better more recently than before, than we've done? Because I seem to not really like the 70s stuff.
2: Oh, what, so you mean actually like uh, era-wise? Yeah. I don't know, what do you reckon, said? I wouldn't say necessarily. I think there's. I think there's been good music at any point, like at, yeah, all yeah, eras, yeah. just like, it depends what you listening to. I don't just seem I? to prefer
3: 90s onwards. Because you could listen to like... 90s to around like late two I'd say up to like 2007, I think is my, what most of the music I listen to. It seems to be like
0: more like melancholic sort of sound. Even yeah. like the pop stuff. I know what you mean, we've had a lot of... Haven't we? we've had a lot of seventies bands yeah. we've had we've had a lot of you know after the, after doing this, it's quite interesting now we are, I feel like I really understand the era landscape of yeah. music,
1: yeah, yeah. so, so we've, we've sort of landed a little bit with a few from nineteen eighty nine and a few from the early seventies yeah. yes more than, more so than anything else and and the thing that strikes me about what you said, Billy, is that those those seventies albums that you're referring to as well, I think a lot of them are sort of american california type mm. sound yeah. As well, so it's not just the date; it's the sound that goes yeah. with them as well. Certainly true that for these albums, and I, and I, I'm, you know, I, d- I did notice the slight diss at my age there. I didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't, 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 miss, didn't miss that. Um, but but these are these are the most probably in, in terms of covering two albums in a week. These are the two most contemporary albums that we've done, yeah. even, even though I said they, the the bends is what twenty years old now. Um. So no, twenty. Oh no, we've got, we had 20, twenty-seven. 27 years the first old. week, we had Kanye and
0: old. Taylor Swift in the same yeah, week. AYS yeah, yeah,
1: yeah but yeah. so the other point, most contemporary, and also UK. So the two yeah, UK yes, artists yeah. as well. So oh, yes, to, to a degree, yeah. for all of us, this is what we are being exposed yeah. to all of the time. Yeah.
3: Um.
0: More I so is than the familiarity others.
3: thing. That reason we like it so much as well. <sighs>
0: Perhaps, yeah, p- p- perhaps. I think um, it'd be interesting, it would take us a long time to do, but maybe as we've done this, we should try it. be interesting at the end of the process to put all the albums into, a hopefully a computer could work it out, and see what sort of era comes mm. out on, in their yeah, opinion, yeah, which like comes cool. out on top. I have a spreadsheet. Martin, hang, hang have, on just I quickly, have, you haven't I said have anything on your feelings on Amy Winehouse. I'm keen to hear. Have I not? <laughs> no. <laughs> no
1: <laughs> I'm back to black. just been putting in. My initial reaction to listening to this was... Oh, I'm slightly disappointed Ah. that I didn't like it as much as I thought I would because it felt to me as a slight difference to the Radiohead one, which was kind of, oh, I'd forgotten about these non-singles on this album that I really like. When listening to this one, I'd forgotten about the non-single albums of this album that really sort of didn't capture my imagination that much, sort of passed me Mm -hmm. by a little bit. I wasn't so taken with those songs. They're okay. Okay. They, they, but, uh, but they weren't sort of, I thought, as a, as a whole album, I felt it doesn't quite mm. capture me all the way through. It's like, I, I feel like it is one of those ones where I'd listen to the <laughs> singles and would happily not listen to the other songs.
0: I'm just, uh, yeah, which, do you remember which they were?
1: In that sense as well, I suppose it's a bit front loaded because you've got Rehab, then you know I'm not good, which are great. And then it goes into Me and Mr. Jones and Just Friends, which so I just like, mm. yeah, they're all right. And then you get this brilliant string of Back to Black Love is a losing game and Tears Dry on their own, which are awesome. Yeah, Wake Up it. Alone, I thought was as a, as as well three after that. three tracks. Yeah, and so I'm not saying anything was bad on it. It's just that then then you go into Wake Up Alone, some on
3: holy war, he can only hold her an addicted. And it's like, well, he can only hold her I'm I thought all that, right. that opening string section in there. I thought it was one of the best parts of the album. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just wasn't as yeah. taken by it. That, that was all. So so I had a slight <laughs> disappointment. Maybe it's coming back to what you said, Miles, as well. My expectation of listening to this was kind of going into it thinking, this is going to be great. What a, what a fantastic yeah. thing to get to listen to Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, have that opportunity to listen to it again. And then actually listening to it going, oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> That's not, a, not, well, I as, think, not as good as I remembered, maybe. I think just for the fact... The highs are very high.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and the fact that we said this about another album recently, in terms of this has got to be up there, unless I'm thinking... Some of these are hits that actually weren't hits, but this has so many singles on it, right? Yeah, like every other
1: five, I think. Yeah,
0: I was only five. It's five. So, so maybe some of these weren't okay. I thought maybe I had about seven, but even five on on a, on a on a fairly—it's uh, not the longest of albums. minute
2: album as well. Yeah, it wasn't. If you're
0: not listening to the deluxe version, yeah. So, so, you're getting you're getting a lot of hits on there. Yeah, but I know what you mean. I, yeah, I suppose the album. Maybe not forgettable would be harsh But I mean there's a reason We talk about this every week but There's a reason the hits are the hits And the other songs aren't right you Yeah, but like so I, say ad, I you know? feel
1: that sometimes there are you know, What do they call them Sometimes they call them the deep cuts Or the album tracks. So you yeah. listen to an album And you go yeah I know this wasn't a single It wouldn't work as a single even but I really like this track, it's really yeah. cool, it's great, and, you know, nice to sort of discover those little hidden gems on an album yeah. that maybe weren't the big hit singles. And I felt like listening to this one, It was like, well, yeah, these aren't that, they're kind of, there. there is nothing there that went, oh yeah, that song, it wasn't a single, but that song's on theirs or that track's on this album. That didn't happen for me on this one. Which was a, an element of disappointment So it doesn't mean that I thought it was a bad album I just, again, it's that momentary thing, isn't it? I'm kind of just slightly disappointed by my experience of listening to this right now Does that mean it's a bad album? No, it just means at the time that I listen Maybe it's just, what, what mood are you in sometimes?
0: Yeah, maybe that's how I felt with Radiohead no true maybe I think after seeing your two reactions I'm like maybe I should listen to this again and not think they're trying to sound like creep yeah so I I think it's so important what like you always say Martin yeah frame of mind environment a mode of listening so you know this would sound great on vinyl as we always say but you know all those things can have such a determining factor in your overall. Yeah, and you, you,
1: you grow up with it and all that kind of stuff. Like yes. you said, like t- touching on the age thing, was it 95 <laughs> when this comes out? I'm, t- I'm Billy's age when uh, mm. the Benz comes out. So, you know, something that's released now by a band that you love, mm. especially if it's like you've, they've just come on the scene and it's their second album and it's huge across everything. You go like, fucking
3: hell, this is cool.
1: Right? Yeah. That's, that is the age that I was, that I was at when the Benz comes out. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the impact as well, so,
3: right? Well, who comes more genre as Oasis or Amy Winehouse?
1: <laughs> 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 you
0: got to say Oasis. <laughs> Over just two albums, I would still say it's Amy Winehouse. <laughs> what, is, it, is, it, is it kind of just a known thing that Oasis is a bit One Trick Pony then? Yeah, but it works. They used to get called Coasis after Status Quo, who
1: were famously a one-trick pony. <laughs> I
0: actually never... I've just missed that. It's just Britpop, innit?
3: I understand there's, like, the
1: Melancholy Yeah, but then songs. when you've
0: thought, like... But talk about sticking well, like, in your electric. lane. I mean, you've said the thing about... States, like, it's you've said yeah, thi- to, like, Champagne Supernova to, like... <laughs> you said but sticking in yeah, That's but.
1: the same thing. That's the same genre. It's, it's a, and there's nothing wrong with that. They are they are, they're are a it great worked, bit pop, Britpop rock band. But talk, you talked about sticking in their lane. They're stuck in their lane. And for me, if you look at the comparison... Post Oasis, Liam Gallagher has stayed in that same lane, yeah. and Noel Gallagher has gone off and done. I'm going to do some stuff that's a bit different. Yeah, mm. and the, the big Oasis fans hate what Noel Gallagher's
0: has done because he's gone and done a bit different, and yeah. they love Liam because he's carried on doing Oasis. Mm. Well, Coldplay are finding an, an interesting one because I think we, we did. Who we to, watched the documentary? I don't yeah, know if yeah, you've yeah. seen it, Sid, but mm. a great documentary, and they now i mean you i suppose if you've been long, you've been around for that long you do have to change but they now are so different to their first yeah, album yeah. right which in one sense people should be like well well done to them but i'm, I'm contradicting myself now because i'd say actually i preferred you in your one lane with yeah. the piano yeah. guitar ballads. like yes definitely i don't want when you this... sound like radiohead uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the irony that's why i gave them a four because i like that but you know i think yeah anyway
1: the thing that amazed me about that Coldplay uh, documentary was the the sort of vision boarding type thing. Was the sort of Here, here's our plan. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. And there's one moment in the documentary where it says, "Stick out right, two years' time, we'll be headlining Glastonbury." Yeah, yeah. And almost two years to yeah. the day, they, they did. They are headlining they Glastonbury, and that is like yeah. shocking. How you can be that
0: predictive? Yeah, it's amazing. But on that, to there's a nice finishing point, like keen to hear your boys' uh, opinion. You know, when you're into a band or a artist do you want, uh, and you, so, so they drop an album, you love it, and then they drop it, you know they're writing one in another year. Mm. Do you want more of the same or do you want something different as fans? I, so you
3: want a little bit of both, don't you? You want uh, something you can like, sort of a like, heart back to. Yeah. But then with an the, like, extension of it, I think. So, so you just s- want it to be good. So
0: you just want something. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. don't
1: know what it comes down like. If it's good, you'll, you'll get away yeah. with anything. I mean, we've, I don't know if we, talk- yeah. we were talking about the Arctic Monkeys recently. I think you might've mentioned, said the Arctic Maybe. Monkeys that their most recent album, the,
2: um, eBay, Soul, Town, the worst album of all time. I really like it. But <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's the,
1: there you are. That's the point, right? The yeah. Arctic Monkeys come out with this, uh, with this album, which for a lot of LNC their fan the base, band. for a lot of their fan base is like, what the hell is this? Whereas for, you know, for <laughs> Alex Turner, he's like, I'm doing what I want to yeah. do now. And, I can. At so, least it
3: wasn't... Thanks. I don't mind when I it when they go mid. I think was great, though. I think it's when they go pop. I think it's just so obvious. You've just done that for, like, a paycheck, especially like, it's it's like, like Coldplay. Bands.
2: Yeah. But yeah. Coldplay just stuck with the thing that sold at the time, surely. Because, yeah. like, in 2000s, that was a music people were listening to, and yeah. now... No, true. 20 100%. They have played so They've always just played the most mainstream music they could. Definitely. They've played so to, It's yeah. just music just got like, well, I guess you could say objectively worse. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like as uh, it's just got more kind of stylized pop, so yeah, they Maybe I that. think perhaps with some
1: bands as well. There's kind of a there's a, an, an objective that you're heading for as well with might which might be with Coldplay, let's say. I don't know exactly what they're thinking, but it might be let's become the biggest band in the world. Right? that like, might be, be, be there the let's do that and if we're going to do that we need to we're following a certain trajectory we want to be the biggest touring band in the world we're going to be the new U2 the new Rolling Stones the ones that everybody will come out to see And then you've got Radiohead are like, look, we've had the big hit, we can do what the fuck we want now.
0: They're like, chuck the grand piano out, get the synths in. (laughs) We're making... (laughs)
3: Para, para. And we're back at Radiohead
1: again. We spoke about for half an hour already. Amy Winehouse, the critics in 2006, said, all music writer John Bush lauded Winehouse's musical transition from her debut record. All the best parts of her musical character emerge intact and are actually all the better for the transformation from jazz vocalist to soul siren. Dorian Linsky of The Guardian called Back to Black a 21st century soul classic The Rolling Stones Christian Horde said the tunes don't always hold up but the best ones are impossible to dislike and Robert Crisco who we've mentioned a few times I think gave an honourable mention in his consumer guide for MSN Music saying you know I'm no good in rehab or highlights and writing pray her marriage lasts She's observant and it would broaden her perspective yeah that didn't happen Mm. so What's the scores guys? I'll start because I've said it already five,
2: five. four four <laughs> yeah. He's answering for Billy Four
1: yeah. <laughs> cool. What was that? So a, f- a five, a four and a four was it? Yeah. yeah it's a four from me as well
0: Okay so three off the top from twenty And I, and I
1: honestly thought I would give this a f- Before I listened to it I thought I would give it a five.
0: 17.
3: <laughs> Seventeen divided by four Times three It's twelve point seven five
0: so so we'll, we'll round that up to a thirteen. That's a good week. If we've had a thirteen and a fourteen in the same week, we've been lucky. That's a pretty top week, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think we've had anything we've that dropped, high. Th- well, yeah, we've dropped one, two, three points. We know what we like collectively, and we'll tell you. <laughs> Are we being a bit? Uh, I mean, yeah, the two British albums, yeah. score <laughs> <laughs> You know,
1: well, we're British, so what do you expect? Mm. Oh. Okay, my favorite bit. It's time. What well, is everyone? We've said this every week, Billy. It's everyone's favorite bit. This is your. This is your time to shine, yes. my friend. Your time to shine.
2: <laughs> it is
1: time to like uh, get <laughs> Billy's randomizer on the table and come up with a number for next week's album. Ready? Yeah. Two hundred eighteen. Oh good. <laughs> we're back we're back in American hip hop territory. Yes. Hey. This is uh well you say yes until I tell you who it is. This is Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC.
0: Ah, oh, wicked. Well it's more uh, sort of pop TLC.
1: Do you know what funnily enough, this is from the same year as the Benz, which is well, the year before the Benz actually. It's got waterfall in it. Released on November the yeah, fifteenth, nineteen.
0: its it is not it? Yeah.
1: Your favourite song ever?
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. this is a great album this is really good they're amazing TLC
1: yeah this has Creep Red Light Special Waterfalls and Digging On You were the singles from this from uh, Creep yeah November 1994 yeah Yeah. oh my god oh my god (laughs) you're right enough I hadn't even thought of that yes it's it's not the same song obviously but yes it's Creep they knew somehow they knew Uh, so TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool that's what people say about me (laughs) not on this they don't (laughs) Uh yeah, and our second album is 471. I feel like we're really into <laughs> sorry, Billy. Territory. Uh this is an album called Surrealistic Pillow by, by Jefferson Airplane. Uh released on February the first, nineteen sixty-seven.
2: This rocking. is the uh
1: the famous track on this is White Rabbit.
0: I think Billy got it wrong on his... Do you want to do it? Yeah, something something went wrong. We've got
1: to do it. We've got to cover them all, boys. Yeah, it's going to be a weird one. Jefferson Airplane were the first incarnation of a band that then became Starship, eventually. Jefferson Starship and then Starship who did uh, We Built This City on Rock and Roll. We built this city. Which has then become. Side I was going to say, which has then become a huge Christmas hit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
3: that song was awful. We built this city. it's a good, good cause, soon. but it's just awful, <laughs> awful song.
1: So that's our two albums for next week. I feel like the, the mood has dropped <laughs> from this week, but we'll see how we get on listening to those albums. Maybe we'll be shocked and good surprised. Luck, guys maybe (laughs) Uh, yeah Sid's decided already (laughs) I ain't coming back for that one Uh, thank you for joining us thank you Miles (sighs) thank you very Uh, much Martin always thank you Sid thank you Martin great to have you back your amazing insight. You're showing it. Do you know what you show us up? You kind of talk knowledgeably and sensibly about these albums. It's like, <laughs> stop it, uh, Billy. Thank you very much you for me. being here. We will be back next week with those two albums as just discussed. Uh, do the like and subscribe thing. Give us a rating. Apparently, I hear people say that helps. I also heard people saying we're not going to do the like and subscribe thing because everybody does that, you know, on podcasts. That's what they say. But I, th- I think. Do you know what? What I really want people to do if you li- if you've listened this far. Tell us what you think of the albums. Yeah, That's know. what I really want to know is what, Have you listened to these and what do you think That's what I really want okay, to know yeah. So drop us a line uh, ApolloAudioPod at gmail.com Or anywhere on social media And we will see you next time Bye, Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: forgive me